Hello ladies, it's your host Leah Asia and I'm back again with another episode of Focus and Motivated. Here at Focus and Motivated, we are dedicated to the empowerment, restoration, development, and self-esteem of young women. Hello everyone. So this podcast today is a little bit different. It's not as um, exciting. I'm more of a, I'm on a chill tone today, as you can notice through my voice. Today, I'm going to be talking about my experience so far, um, being in a different city, state, um, the things I've experienced and how I'm feeling about everything. So I'm going to start off in a list. So recently I was watching on YouTube about, you know, the death of Lisa Lopez left eye from TLC. And I watched her whole documentary just about, you know, her life and stuff like that. And I took from it all the little subtitles that she has. So I'm going to go based on the subtitles on each way I've been feeling lately and how they relate to growth and development and who God is creating me to be. So I start with initiating action. So of course through you know high school, especially senior year, I had already initiated the action to know that I was ready to go into the next step, which is for me was college. And you know, in that process you have a decision to make if you want to go what school you want to go to, what state you want to live in, you know, what people do you want to surround yourself around. It's a lot of decision making. And sometimes decision making can be very challenging, which I learned because I had to make one of, I feel like, the biggest um, decisions about college and my next steps. And I chose St. John's. Um, I chose St. John's because I had a prophetic word spoken over me um, when I was a freshman. And it was just saying that I would go to a saint school and that that saint school, you know, would be the right place for me. So I had two saint schools that I applied to. I applied to Mount St. Mary's and St. John's. And honestly, I thought that if I didn't go to St. John's, I would go to University of Maryland or Hampton. Those were the ones that I really thought I really enjoyed and would want to go to. So it had turned out that... That's not what God was calling me to do. And it just wasn't the school for me. Those schools weren't the schools for me and that God was calling me to go here. So then I made that decision of going here. The next part of this is verbalization. This is the next um, chapter is verbalization. And with verbalization, I had to verbalize to everyone that this is the choice that I made and the decision that I decided to do. So I did all of that and everybody knew. And you know, it was a lot of mixed you know, emotions. It was some people were telling me, you know, why wouldn't you go to a school in Maryland? It would be cheaper. It would be closer to home. And a lot of people, you know, they're so comfortable with where they are and, you know, living in the same state their whole life and being there, which is fine. But sometimes that negative energy was transformed onto me and how I ultimately would feel about my school. So sometimes it kind of hurt hearing people be a little bit negative about my decision. But I knew in the end that it was what God called me to do and where he called me to be. And that moves me into my next um, point, which is freedom. 
I finally found the freedom that I needed when I realized that it's not about what people think. It's about what God has already spoken to my heart to do. And I had to follow through with God. So it was definitely freedom in that. And then finding fault. I think the enemy, one of the biggest tactics of the enemy is trying to find fault in what God already spoken to your heart about. Because then I subconsciously started second guessing my own decision and second guessing if this was the right place for me. And I've definitely felt, you know, the second guessing when I actually got here, because when I came here, I had to do a two week quarantine. So for two weeks, I stayed in a room by myself with no one and no outside world, just in the room for two weeks. I got let out for one day for 45 minutes and I had to come back inside to complete my quarantine. And <laughs> saying it out loud kind of sounds like jail time. And in a way it was because it was very secluded. It was isolating. It, it was a lot. And mentally it was a lot as well. I think physically, yeah, you get that you're in the same place and you're looking at the same thing over and over again. But emotionally and mentally it was a lot because I was away from the people I love the most. I'm in a different state, you know, and it was just a lot at one time. I remember when, I'm going to be very vulnerable here, but I remember when my mom left because it was so many rules with my school with, you know, moving and stuff like that. But when my mom left and my dad left, I don't know, I'm not really a crier, but I definitely felt the feeling of loneliness and I'm really out here doing this on my own. Lonely, like I'm really out here. I had felt that as soon as they left, and I just cried because I just I just felt so alone. And sometimes I'm sharing this because this is gonna bring me into my next point, which is enlightenment. I'm sharing this because in those lonely times, I don't know who's gonna hear this podcast, but you might be feeling lonely right now. In those lonely times, that's when you have you know. You get enlightenment from the Lord. You get spoken to and you get that knock at your door telling you like, you're not alone. He's with you. He hears you and he loves you. You know, and you hear people say that all the time to you in church and stuff. But when you go through a thing, that's when you start to realize like, wow, God is really speaking to me through this in this moment. And I think as a believer, a big thing that we don't talk about is loneliness. A big part about being a Christian is loneliness. And not loneliness in the sense of God has left you, but in the sense that the people around you, the mindsets around you are different. So it can make you feel, you know, a little bit lonely. And I don't know, since a kid, I felt felt very lonely. I felt very different. I felt that everyone kind of did the same things and had the same ideas, but I was just always an outcast. Not in the sense that I was bullied or people didn't like me. I had groups of friends and associates at school. But then when I was outside of school, I didn't have those people anymore. And that that kept happening over and over again, especially when I got to high school. I realized that who God was calling me to be was at a different place than some of the people around me. So it caused me to have to distance myself from people who weren't like-minded to what God had in store for me. And of course, that comes with mistakes, which I made, hanging around the wrong people sometimes, you know, taking people's advice, even though they weren't always giving me a godly approach. They were just giving me their own morality and philosophies about life, but it didn't align with God or the word of God. You know, I've made my share of mistakes, and I did in high school, but 
at the same time, I felt loneliness in high school because I knew that I was different and who God called me to be was different. The next point of that is love. And love with that is I am in a relationship right now. And I think a big part of relationships is I know I've been reading the Mike's Hot book, Relationship Goals. And it's about winning in in relationships, all relationships. So I'm going to talk about me and my boyfriend's relationship. And I'm going to talk about the people around me that I'm closest to. I honestly, I always say this, but I have a very small group of friends and they're not even friends. Honestly, they're family because they mean more to me. You know, they're not just a friend. I don't have friends. I have family. So I have a very strong group of close family that I've taken in as my family. And with those people, you know, in isolation, in the two week quarantine, I realized how much they play in my life, how much their presence means to me and I think a lot of us from this podcast I really just want you to after listening to this I want you to write down a list of all the people that are close to you the ones that you've taken as your family the ones who you love dearly and then next to it say or put down a part where it says how they serve you and what I mean by that is what do they bring to your life if they were to go today if they were to go missing if they were just to go in general what would be missing from that? And then from that list aside, well, are my relationships of value to me based on that in all areas? Because that's what I did. I evaluated all of my relationships in correlation to who God is calling to me to be and if they're in alignment. Alignment is a big part. It's a big word that I say over and over again because being in alignment is so important, especially in this season. It's a season where one, you can get sunk into, you know, sadness and depression and anxiety or this is a moment where you can be aligned with the will of God for your life and this can be your season of growth and of blessings and favor abundant favor and unconditional love agape love you understand this is the season where if you're not um, in alignment with the will of God that you can be in a dangerous space because this season is a hard tough one it's one that challenges both emotion and mind and body so it's it's very challenging during this time and that brings me to the next point which is mental analysts you know we need to mentally assess where we are and that's kind of what I was forced to do in that quarantine I was forced to mentally assess where I was mentally assess you know how I feel and deal with emotions and stuff and you know when you have the everyday routine and you have your routine sometimes you forget to check on you but I've talked about self-care before and this goes into that self-care mentally assessing where you you are at is a part of self-care and I had to get more in tune with that in those two weeks in those two weeks um and then the next part is executive ability and by that I just mean taking control of you um I think my dad, I don't know if it was my dad or my mom, but one of them have said to me before, like, Leah, you're in control of you. And I'm pretty sure it was my dad. It was my dad. Leah, you're in control of you. And by that is decisions. My dad has raised me so heavily and my mom, but my dad really enforces this thing called decisions over and over again. He keeps reiterating decisions, decisions, decisions. You are in control of you. So you can't 
you know, cast your sins and your judgments onto other people. You have to take accountability. So one thing my dad has definitely taught me is about accountability. And I think that's something also the Lord had, you know, reminded me of in this season is accountability, to be accountable for where you're at. You know, a lot of us, we confess that we love the Lord. We confess that we're believers, but we don't open up our Bibles. We confess that we want to be used by God, but we don't listen when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, you know? And those type of, I even had to, you know, question myself, well, Leah, maybe you need to be in your Bible more. Leah, maybe you need to be, you know, listening, being more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Leah, maybe you need to stop listening to R&B all the time and turn on gospel. Like, this is literal stuff that I had to assess while I was in quarantine to start getting accountability back, to start getting that, you know, let me be in control of me. Let me start making better decisions for self-growth, you know? So that's some of the things I had to get back. Also, I had to get back the love of living um, once I got out of quarantine because honestly, in that quarantine, it just felt like the same thing every day and it got very boring and very tiring. And I started to say like, why am I here, Lord? Why do you have me here? What am I here to learn in this season? And when I got out of that, it helped me to just enjoy the simple things. I remember when I first walked out of quarantine and I was outside. Well, that one, the second week I went outside for 45 minutes. When I went outside for that 45 minutes, I was just so in awe of, and it sounds funny, but I literally was so in awe of just God's glory because the earth, the trees, the air we breathe, just everything has purpose. So it just reminded me that I'm here for a purpose. It also just reminded me that God would not take you somewhere. He would not tell you to do something to leave you there. He doesn't leave his children. So I knew I wasn't alone. And that kind of reassures me that I'm never alone because I always have him with me. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's real. The next part I'm going to talk about is just having a mission. And that goes back to purpose. We all have a mission. We all have purpose. We just have to tap into it. And I encourage you also to do that. I encourage you to make that list that I talked about earlier. And I encourage you to really chase after purpose. Chase after enlightenment. Chase after alignment. And chase after purpose purpose-filled things. Everything you do, make sure it has purpose in it. The next to last thing I'm going to talk about is overextending. I learned that a lot of times before the two weeks, I was overextending myself. I was so quick to say yes to so many things and so much that to the point where I forgot about me. I forgot about, you know, did I take time, you know, to talk to God today? Did I take time to open my Bible today? Did I take time just to be in his presence? No, because I've been overextending myself to so much stuff like social media, like Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, my boyfriend, my friends, all the stuff that they matter, yes, but it's always time and place and time management. And I realized that I was overextending my things, myself to things that did not matter and to things that did not match up with my purpose. And once I realized that, I've now started to tap into this thing called eternal peace. And, you know, I'm never going to reach eternal peace here on earth. But I know that when I pass away and when I get to be with Jesus, I know I will reach eternal peace. But my goal here is to find some ounce of peace here, which I can with the Lord. The Lord, he grants us that peace. He grants us that certainty and that safety to know that we're okay. That he loves us unconditionally. That he he knows the plans for us. And that he loves us, you know, and these are the type of things I've just been dwelling on because I really am trying to tap into purpose. I'm trying to tap into 
Why am I here? Why am I? Why did God choose me for a season and a time like this? I'm trying to tap into alignment in everything I do. I'm trying to tap into my relationship with God and becoming deeper in it and, uh, you know, just spending more time in his face. You know, I'm working on all these things for the betterment of myself. And I really encourage you to work on bettering you, not for other people to notice, but for God to notice. I feel like a lot of times we do things for the attention of others. Don't don't do self improvement. Don't do alignment. Don't do this new trying to find enlightenment in who God is trying to make you to be to prove something to other people or to post a cute social media caption or to you know be able to call your friends and say, hey girl, I I'm doing self improvement. I'm doing self care. It's not about other people in this. It's about you. And that's what I really grasp, that it's about me and God in this. It's not about my mom. It's not about my dad. It's not about anybody else. It's about me and God. And I think that's the thing that I want you also to take, is that everything is about your relationship with him. He knows your heart. He knows who you are. He knows your name. He knows the amount of hairs on your head. He knows you like you don't even know you. So spend time to get to know your creator and spend time to get to know who he's called you to be. Thank you all for listening to Focus and Motivated. I hope that you learned something from this podcast. You know, I talked a lot about enlightenment and mental analysis and um, purpose and just eternal peace um, and internal peace as well. So I just hope that this message stuck with you and that you realize something. If you'd like to DM me to talk about what you've learned or what you are questioning or what you want to ask me anything about you can at leah asia that's leah with two h's and asia with two a's i hope you have a blessed week and a phenomenal rest of your day